Welcome to If You Got A Problem, a competitive advice podcast with your hosts, Jeff May, Raquel Jason, and Adam Todd Brown. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to If You Got A Problem. If you got a problem, yo, we'll solve it. Hey. DJ, Maybe. tell me that problem. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people have been listening long enough to get that reference, listening to this podcast. DJ, drop that beat. DJ, drop that beat. That's Michael and Swaim on stage. And then next week it'll be last night or last week a DJ saved my life because we gave advice. Right, exactly. Last With week advice. a DJ shaved my wife. What? What? That's how the song went. Yeah. I thought really? you were doing the parody. I was. I did a parody. Right, you said save my life, and Jeff just said it the way that it was written, it's which written. was I feel like last night a DJ shaved my wife. You never, you never my wife. Last night a DJ shaved my wife. Nope. Mm-mm. Oh, we got a late entry coming in. You know over what? Here. I feel like I'm this comfortable po- at work. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast probably does more Borat references than most. Nice, very nice. Yes, you guys are the only people I've ever seen walking around doing Borat references. Yag Shemesh, we have superior potassium. Did you ever see the one from the show where he is at um, an equestrian center and that woman, he's pretending to interview her and she's like, writers are, he's like, eh, they say in my country, if um, a, a, a horse is happy, it's like if a man <laughs> is happy. She's like, oh, well, and if a horse is um, uh, angry, it's uh, like a man is angry. But it goes on for like 13 <laughs> minutes of him being like, if a horse stands on grass, it's like if a man stands on grass. And she's just sitting there, just you watch her frozen smile sort of fade, fade, <laughs> fade. And she's like, uh-huh. So this, okay. week's, w- this week's advice, watch Borat. Watch, watch the Ali G show. Yeah, watch the Ali G show. Check it. <laughs> So, I, I mean, I guess first thing we should do is find out who won last week. Yeah, let's do the little no, hey, Should hey, we hey. say, like, hey, if you got a we problem, did. how do you send your problem? No. Right? No. Fuck you people in your seven, six, problems. Seven, seven, seven. Hey. 505-386-7677. Ah. 505-386-7677. Or advice at unpops.com. Fun pops. But try to keep your call under a minute. Minute. And uh, if you if you email, try to keep it less than two two small paragraphs. Grass. Just cut the fat and, and fat. Just the just the facts, not fat. The fat. Just the fat people. Nope. <laughs> no, no, no. Only not. the fly people. But, so all, all you, you fly sexy. brothers, get on out there and dance, 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 dance I, I said. said. Dance. That's our advice. Jeff Kelly and Adam are here, and we're in effect. Want you to have problems yet? Oh my God! <laughs> I backed myself into a corner here. <laughs> Yeah, that didn't go well at all. But please do send us. I know that. Please do send us your problems if you have anything that you'd like to sort out, um, because we we need those two coming Other, to continue. We can't make it worse. Otherwise, we're going to resort to writing our own and oh. pretending people sent them in the old magazine. Yeah. letters column, which move. would honestly probably make for a more entertaining podcast. But we don't want to do that. Hello. Hey, unpopular. Hey, There's unpopular. There's a guy who I work with named Jack. Jack O'Brien and. Is this me? And he, he, I don't have a problem. Oh, so hey, let's talk about the winnings. So let's now talk about who won <laughs> last week. Question number one, which was if you didn't listen to the podcast, was a guy wondering what kind of 
weapon what he kind should of buy for fucking our, weapon do i need to kill the guy for when you're embroiled in a bitter child custody hearing <laughs> and of course we answered it who won raquel oh, oh, oh. that was a tight race though that Fuck was pretty this. close 55 to 44 this is bullshit no no this is but fucking that was a, rigged close nope question two uh, this was the question about the guy who bought a ring, and we actually have a follow-up from him, but we'll get to it. Oh, I can't uh, wait to hear we'll that. We'll get to it next week. Oh my week. god, I want to know what happened. Why, yeah. why not this week? Because we have enough. Like we have, we we're on a time frame. Time we crunch. have to keep it. We're not going to do every voicemail we get every week because I'm some really weeks, on the edge of my seat to figure out some weeks we don't get them, so we need to hold yeah. some back. Uh, so, so hopefully, then there's a man in the house. <laughs> Raquel won that one overwhelmingly, seventy-seven percent to twenty-two percent. Jesus, Jeff, what did you say? Listen to last week's episode of If You Got a Problem to find out. Whoa, Jeff! Wow. Question three: Jeff overwhelmingly won the question about what to do when you get ghosted by your little sister, your your teenage (laughs) non relative, real sister, but your big sister, little sister program match. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's two to one, Raquel. Question four. About working in a male-dominated environment, I, I feel like I already know who won this. Raquel, oh, fucking me. bullshit. It's still close. But oh, not as close it's so that means Raquel won, even no matter what the outcome oh. of social media protesting under a repressive regime. That was an intense question. It was. Oh, Raquel again. Oh, that is just so close, though, too. Jeff was winning that one for a while, which surprised me because Jeff's answer was, "Put your name on it, bro." He likes to end a sentence in bro, and people find it disarming. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, that's uh, why he was doing so well. I quit this podcast. That's understandable. Dear Unpopular, the man I work with quitted his job. <laughs> I can't do my job appropriately if there's no one there to bounce the ideas off of and fight with. What do I do? Let's go to the next one. Let's <laughs> oh, just go. Yeah. That's just gout. So you won the week. Congratulations, before. Raquel. Thank you. What do I win? <laughs> I'm Smug glad you didn't satisfaction. Hit the you won that right there. That was good. This interaction we're having right now, it's your prize. Nice. You want to ride home. That's what you want. We took my car. And with my keys. Mm, uh, that's a good point. This victory is bittersweet. I gotta say, it's a real. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's adversarial in here now. All right. But so, hey, so yeah. So how do you gonna how do you access this stuff? How do you how do you vote? If you go to unpops.com, the, the right after you listen to the episode, just go to unpops.com. You'll see the post at the top of the page, and you can go there to vote on this week's questions. Also, thank help us decide again. And thank you all the people that correctly voted uh, under my lines. Thank oh, you for sure. all the people who voted. And uh, <laughs> yikes, Jeff! You're wow. so competitive. So competitive. Really and yeah, five zero five three eight six seven six seven seven to leave us a voicemail or advice at unpops.com Com. to if leave us can, an email. Yes, electronic send mail. Send us an email, and we would uh, love to discuss your problems. Mail and so, that is electronic. Uh, Jeff and I give competing advice or our take on each of the advice, and then you, the viewers at home, uh, they're listeners. Vote. vote for me. I got that one right. They're listeners, not viewers. He's got a good point there. First, please, first please question put, goes to Jeff. Put a poll Jeff. on that, and then Jeff can Jeff can take that one. Should we do a voicemail first? We should do a voicemail first. That was my idea. That wasn't. Point, what point are Jeff. You doing, baby, you're coming apart at the seams. Hold it together. All right, let's get to our first voicemail. 
Good job, man. Hey, guys. This is Lionel Hi. from Puerto Rico. Lionel. I first wanted to say thanks for the free episodes. I know it's on a, like a freeloader, but unemployed, disabled, yeah. and right now Puerto Rico is in the shitter, as you know. No. What is you it? Know, be- right before I, uh, when Maria hit us, I started doing this interpreting or translating services and doing some freelance, but now it's very difficult. Uh, and I was wondering if you have any idea on how to branch out of a certain location without having to invest the money of moving out, because right now I'm broke as fuck. Oh, sorry. Thank you. I promise I'll become a paying member as soon as I get a job. And uh, thank you. And then another hurricane hit uh, right then. Yeah. Uh, it's like 30 seconds of... of oh, uh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he also sent us a very nice text message. A few of them. I couldn't find all of them just as we started, but uh, a text message about how he has been going to a place with Wi-Fi so he can download episodes of the podcast and then drive oh, back man. to where he is in Puerto Rico Jeez, that like... did not have Wi-Fi just so he could listen to our show. So how fucking great is that? Do not let this guy down. Thank you, Lionel. That's hang in there, man. I mean, yeah, that's really great. Okay, that's your advice. advice. Hang in there. All right, now I'm up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, Jeff, are you gonna go first? No, 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 who wants to go first? The winner, winner, of course. Winner, winner, chicken sandwich. (laughs) Remember that? That's the name of that That bar. (laughs) I love that. That's awesome. Um. Lionel, first of all, just good good luck to you. It sounds like you're you're. It's not going to look like this forever, but it sounds like you're you're doing well to keep your spirits up and going through some rough stuff. As far as interpreting and translating work, I had some friends who did this when I was abroad, and they were able to do that. If I know you don't have a ton of access to Wi-Fi, but if you're able to get when things start to get better, get to computer and Wi-Fi and whatnot, you can Google online translation services, and there are also a lot of like um, uh, job independent hiring. Uh, job sites, those will come up. Just put online translating, um, like who who do I work for? I was able to do it and found like the best 10 that people sign up for. You set your own rate and then you can start to build your client list that way. And then also after you've done a little bit of work for them, you can say possibly pursue if they need you a lot being on staff for them. So I would Google that because there are plenty of sites out there that offer one-off translating services that you can negotiate your rate for for businesses. That'd be my advice. Well, it looks to me like the core of the advice you're looking for is how to move. It says to branch out of a certain location without having to invest the money. Um, What I would suggest is international teaching for a year or so. Uh, Is he credentialed to do that, though? She sure is. I don't know. You can work on it. Get that credential and work your way out of there. Uh, Okay, but the thing about the international teaching... (laughs) Go ahead. Interrupt me. Just... Beyond the college, like the certain college education that you need, which I don't know if he does or does not have the degree level, but then there's an extra thing, which is usually a, you don't necessarily need it, but you get a better first opening offer if you had it, which is an accreditation. They have them all over the world and they do cost a few thousand dollars. You just want some money. I don't know. I was picking that thing up. I didn't know. It was this thing your dumbass friends always keep bragging about. So I figured <laughs> I'd bring it up. I don't know. I gotta get you out of here, man. You gotta save up. You got to make some money. And the best way to do that, I don't know, find find a job that can bring you out of there. And then if you can find a job that can bring you out of there, you can get work. I know that sounds overly simple, but, you know, look out there. Go to that place where you got Wi-Fi and get in there. 
find jobs that are hiring. If you need to, you know, I don't know. You, you got to move. You want to move. It's clearly you want to get out of there. He says he wants to get out of a certain location, but you don't have the money. Like, well, I think he's saying he wants... Stop a, interrupting me! <laughs> to, to branch out, but he doesn't have a lot of money to move, but he wants to be able to work from a branch out of a certain location, so he doesn't. he's not trapped in his yes, town, he but wants he can offer leave. his services online to people anywhere. He wants to, to work leave. From he there. wants to move. Right, but then you save up money, and then you can figure out what your next life choice is, but that's... Okay. Sorry. So real daggers. Really? Some real daggers. Really? I don't know. I feel like he's just inventing. Thank you. I feel like someone's inventing her own narrative to this email <laughs> or voicemail and just taking certain liberties with somebody's situation. I'm just trying to help him branch out. You got to get I mean, you're going to need the money. Like it's 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 impossible. Like you want to branch out of a location, but you don't have the money. You're going to have to save up. Uh, and, and I know it's tough, It's but you're going to have to just save up to, to get out of there. Or the side note to that is try to find a job that'll pay for you to relocate. And if that's translating services or if you can get like a worker initiative to get some sort of a teaching gig, I, I don't know how old you are, but there are a lot of uh, real life experiences that sort of allow you to trade in for the college experience. And that if you have certain experiences at certain levels, you can depending on Have you on written a best selling novel? Because sometimes colleges will bring you in for that. Yeah. Right. Jeff, go. what is with you? How's your stand-up? Go for it. Yeah. Do Just hit, hit some colleges. Well, he says he's disabled, so it might not be good at standing up. Oh, wow. Hey. Hey. Oh. oh. Edit that out or? <laughs> just going to leave it there? I'm going to put it in twice. leave it there? Oh, yeah. shit. Also, it's a, it's a good idea to approach companies as well. You can send them, like, make up a nice little letterhead. And if, if you're able to make up a website, I don't know. But if you make up a nice little letterhead and possibly a small website, I know you don't have a ton to invest into it. But then even just cold calling and sending out and saying, like, hi, this is a business. We offer translation yes. services Listen to cold for these. Play. Good idea. Yep. Um... And here's our introductory deal. If you want to try us sometime and see if you like us. But other than that, there are those places online that people can hire you on a case-by-case basis and you negotiate the rate and you can build up build up relationships from there. All right. I like it. There it is. Two different bits of advice. Go on the website and vote for Raquel. Yeah. Oh, geez. Why are you so bitter? Maybe we shouldn't read the results. Yeah. Maybe you should just tell me about know. them later. No, yeah. I just bombed on that question hard. <laughs> like hard. All right. Let's get to our first email. Are we ready? I think so. Jeff, are you still angry? When did I say I was angry? I said uh, that. I, I said that. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah. just said, are you still angry? What? Like, excuse me? Oh, that's my bad. Excuse me. Yeah, Sorry. It is. Oh, mean girls. <laughs> I thought you were the mean men. Hey. hey What are you wearing? <laughs> Pink on Wednesdays or something? Oh. What are you, Lindsay Lohan's defining role? <laughs> Oh, what do you think you are, Glenn Coco or something? Oh, you go, Glenn Coco. <laughs> Glenn Coco? He's too gay to function. Remember Glenn Coco? That was Glenn, no, right? No, Glenn Coco was the one when he's giving out the candy grams, and he's like, and another one for Glenn Coco. You go, Glenn Coco. <laughs> what great... are you talking about? And none for Gretchen Wieners. Mean Girls. Oh. It's such a good movie. Yeah. I saw that in the theater. So did I. Okay, it's not a competition. I saw it in theaters. I mean, this show is, but that question, <laughs> that statement wasn't. I bet I was older when I saw it in theaters. You probably were, but did you feel totally freaked out because you got there and it was all 13-year-old girls and their parents and you were the only like single person who was like an adult I there? actually took my friend's uh, daughter and her friend, so it didn't seem God damn weird. It. So it's just me because <laughs> I was looking around just being girls. like, 
Yeah, well, I was just like, she, her kid wanted to see the movie, and she was like, I don't want to fucking see that movie. I was like, I really, wrote it. I really want to yeah. see Mean Girls. I'll take your kid to see Mean Girls. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I needed a decoy like that. I had yeah. to pretend that I got stood up by a niece or something. Yep. I saw, I saw Monsters, Inc. with a friend of mine in college. <laughs> a lot of looks. Got a lot of looks. <laughs> you deserved them. That's a goddamn good movie. It's a good movie, though. I really like it, too. You won't believe your eye. <laughs> I've never seen it, I don't think. You should see it. I know it's you good. don't do the animation, but goddamn it, those Pixar movies really get you. You know, I did finally watch Zootopia, and I did think That's Zootopia right. was pretty it's good. Very good, very pro-fascist, cool. which is... Well, yeah, I mean, it's it, there's a fascist element to it, but I don't know that the movie is necessarily espousing fascism. Blackmails that guy. It's to, Yeah. I don't know. She's a real piece of shit, that character. Fucking bunny. A fucking piece of shit. You haven't seen The Incredibles yet, though. No. It's so good. We're getting a little off track, I think. I don't think so. I think, I feel like we are. All right, next question. Let's get to our... Jeff, you get to take this one first. Let's get to our first email. Hi, unpopular. Hi. I have a problem with... You're unpopular too, Jeff. You say hi as well. Say hi. People love me. Fuck you. I have a problem with a friend who really takes advantage of the free stuff at my house whenever she comes over, which is probably once a week, if not more. We love to entertain, have a kegerator, and always try to keep the bar stocked, but it's as if she thinks it's all free, never donating any money or bringing contributions with her, even when I'm throwing a dinner party. I even put a little piggy bank on the kegerator that says beer money, hoping she might get the hint. She pointed it out, said it was cute, then continued to drink the third beer she'd poured herself. Yikes. <laughs> As a note, I know this isn't a money issue. She makes more than my husband and I combined. Yikes. It's not even about money. I feel used. I love having friends over and don't mind sharing, but all she does is take. She won't even offer to order a pizza or buy me a beer at the bar. How do I tell her that this isn't an okay way to behave Thank you for taking the time to answer my question. Jeff? Well, I mean, here's the thing. Uh, if you love to entertain and this person is your friend, you shouldn't be expecting money. Like, that's kind of a thing. Like, if you're expecting it, then they're not your friend. They're a person who's chipping in to help you throw a party or whatever. If you want to view it that way, tell her in advance, like, oh, bring a couple bucks for pizza. Or like, we, we got the beer and everything, you, you cover the pizza or whatever. Other than that, you have to expect that she is not going to pay. And then if you go and do shit at her place, you return the favor. Steal toilet paper. Fucking steal. Fucking rob that bitch blind. Yep. No, but just like... I thought your grandmother's amulet was for anybody. Amulet? Was it Tie up her a family. Sorceress? <laughs> make her husband drive you to the bank. <laughs> But like, I mean, it, it's burn it down and ask for like, the pin. Yep. The point of entertaining and having people over is that you're eating it. Like you're, you have to eat that expense. And and you said it's not a money for you. You guys aren't aren't poor. You have a kegerator for Christ's sake. Like that's all part of having people over in the experience. And if you if you want money, just say in advance, like bring a couple bucks over because we got you know the kegerator's tapped and we got to get a new one or something like that. Like say that out loud. If not, you can't get mad, and you're holding a silent grudge against somebody that doesn't even know they're doing something wrong. 
Raquel. Don't. Hard disagree. Hard, hard disagree. Wow, really? Yeah. Interesting. Because I've had, there's a difference between like, okay, there are people who feel a little bit too entitled to their friends paying for things and whatever, but I've had that friend before and I think most people have where it's like every time you go to lunch, you're always the one who ends up paying. Every time that's that anything comes up, it's like, oh, you're the one. And the fact that she, you know, she never offers to buy you a drink when you guys go to a bar together. She never offers to like order pizza or whatever. It seems like she's just, she's just been like, yeah, I'm entitled. These friends, these are friends. You've set the boundaries as like, these are friends I can take advantage of. So if you want this to change, I would sit her down and not in a really accusatory, angry way or anything like that. Try to make it as light as possible, but go like, look, this is a thing I'm working on about myself is I don't, I feel really awkward telling people when something uncomfortable is happening with my friends. And I think oftentimes I don't realize people were raised or understand a situation different than I was raised or understand a situation. But it's really been bothering me that you, when we ever, that you never offer to buy a bar. And we'd love to entertain. We'd love to have you over. But of course that stuff isn't free for us either. So we just want to make sure that there's like a, we feel there's a quid pro quo happening here. And you're not the only one I'm talking to. I'm talking to all of my friends. I feel like I've set this boundary wrong and I'm I'm trying to redo it. So God, this is so awkward for me. But if you could please just respect like once in a while, kick in a little beer money. That's the color of bitch. That's You're not like me. That's greedy just talking. Bitch. Yeah, I like that. But I would sit Add her down and say, "Listen, greedy bitch. We love hanging mm-hmm. out with you, but this is something that I feel like it's just it's it's really bothering me. And again, not just you. This is the boundary I've set with all my friends, and I'm I'm really trying to just if you could respect it and help me out by once in a while offering to pick up the check or offering for a pizza or whatnot. For me, I just feel. Like, that's what good friends do for each other. And I don't want to put something on you that you're unaware of or be holding any sort of resentment or something, which is kind of in what's happening sometimes. Here's what I like about this, is that when we have friends and we entertain, Raquel gets to be the bad guy. Oh, yeah. I'm into that. That makes me feel good. No, but I have all of my friends. Like, we, we, as, as long as there's not a huge discrepancy, like, I have friends who are multimillionaires and so when we go out to lunch they so do i his name is adam pay but i make sure that like they they know like hey i can i can pick up the check sometime or we can go someplace where i can pick up the check because i wouldn't feel right about that and whenever i can do something for them i try to be like oh here i got this thing you might like i'm paying for for it if there's no i like that that one friend who just keeps taking advantage and is always like oh let me and never reciprocates they just, need to know better. They weren't, nobody told them. And somebody needs to sit down and very, very gently explain how friendships work. I would like to add that Adam bought me chicken on Friday. I, I drove and he paid for chicken. Bought chicken. Yeah, but I if he chicken. was always buying you chicken, chicken and like sometimes we'll bring food over here. And sometimes Adam mm. will make food for us. It's a you reciprocate as We've friends. You do what you can. Doing that for each other. Yeah, I paid for <laughs> Jeff's food on accident. I actually, went, no, I'll pay for I my, went to the bathroom. My friend's food, but then also I expect that they'll sometimes pick up the check. Like, hey, we got this round of drinks. I expect that the next round of drinks, if they're able and it's not a financial thing, if they're in trouble, then I'm just, I don't make a big deal out of it. But if they're able, they'll be like, hey, we got the next round. So again, very different advice. I personally would just stop inviting her over. Yeah, but you, you just you lost that, a friend. You give that that's that, good. so that they know at least before. Like, yeah. well, maybe when they're racking their brain, why don't we hang out anymore? Why are they avoiding we? Well, you have your answer because they gently told you, hey, friendship is about reciprocity too. Hmm. 
Is it? It's a lot to think about. It's a lot to vote on. Mm, why are you on your phone, Jeff? You trying to break this podcast? <laughs> you want to have to do this again next week? Like a bunch of fucking people that do podcasts twice? How's the recording? Is it good? Yeah, it's fine. Okay, good. Should we get to our next email? I guess so. Yes. Let's do it. Hey, guys, love the show. Thank you. Good, thanks. So a bit of background of the question I have. Boring. A few weeks ago, my girlfriend and I split. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> my advice is to get over it, bitch. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> you just got okay. got. I don't. Mm-mm. We dated for seven months, and I really loved Oof. her, but she, after that time, decided she didn't feel the same. As well as my rather pessimistic attitude and my constant self-deprecation, both things I'm working on, it left me rather heartbroken and lost. We'd been going over our future for probably four or five of those months together. It seems fast. It's my, not. my problem. Jeff moved in after a week. My problem is this. I wasn't released. <laughs> because that future no longer exists, it's left me in this state of mind that life as it is right now is permanent. I know it isn't, but that isn't helping. I'm all of 24. I own a house. Jesus Christ. Wow. You don't have any problems. Just joking. You own. A, I own a house in a small Indiana town, and it just seems like things will be like this forever. I have no real aspirations of moving out of state. You're it's in a the worst of, state. It's a matter of family and no idea where I'd go, and I don't mind my town. But it feels like I need that change to remind myself that life is fluid and moves rather than static. Is there any advice you have to remind myself without spending copious amounts of money or doing anything drastic? He has house money. That things yeah. will get better or will inevitably change. Also, any tips on being a more positive person and improving self worth are welcome as well. It's a constant problem. Thanks in advance. I will add one thing before we carry on about the tips. Tips. Got any tips? Got any tips? <laughs> the thing about house money in the Midwest. A small town in Indiana, he's probably talking like a four hundred dollar a month mortgage, maybe maybe pushing is that a real six thing? to eight hundred. Yeah, it's well, I think like, it's a little I mean it's a little bit higher than that, but like not much. Uh, I yeah. know uh, a guy I used to work with lives in southern Illinois. <laughs> the old urban legend guy I used to work yeah. with, sure. And his mortgage was like five or six hundred and he had a fucking three bedroom ranch house. So and instead of a hand, he had a hook. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, houses are they're cheap in the Midwest. Let's all get a house in the Midwest. Oh my god, we should do I want to I want to build like a thing in Detroit, like a fucking just machine entertainment nest. compound that we can just go to and like I'll still be here. I'll still I'll still keep a place here, but it's Detroit. I could I'm going to wait until Elon Musk does that like uh, that that aircraft that t- you can travel anywhere in the world for like an hour. He's like working on that. So I'll wait for that and then we'll talk until about you, Detroit. Until you stomach that three-hour flight to Detroit. <laughs> Not till I can shave two and a half hours off that trip, I'll say. <laughs> For only $30,000 more. <laughs> Riding right. the vomit comet to old Iron City. <laughs> oh, you're my favorite person. Thank you. Oh. Sorry, Adam. Oh, I like you too, but. Wow. You know. Okay. Jeff's I mean, I guess really you have. A cart too. Do you have advice for this guy or? I do. Your your girl, it's you first, right? Yeah, yeah. This is a lot of stuff. Um, No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's my advice. Okay. (laughs) Count it. (laughs) Uh, 
first of all, it's not always going to look like this. Even You're not going to miss have a sham out and be wearing that wedding dress around your house, not leaving all the time. It's amazing you have a house. That's really awesome. Um, it's, it's not. Everything eventually changes, and the pain from heartbreak, it does fade, no matter how much you want to like hang on to it or whatever. But you can't, you can't kick yourself in that hamster wheel circle. you got to kick yourself out of that a little bit. Also, I'm going to address this first, the uh, being a positive person and improving your self-worth. That is, uh, how do I put this? Uh, put it in the Gay. small packages. Not possible. <laughs> no, you, you. It is absolutely possible. But the thing is, your your brain gets stuck in a rut where it's like the the path of least resistance is the first negative thought or the first horrible thing that's going to happen or the the committee in your head. That's what I call those like the little voices that always say, you know, you're not good enough. You're never going to find love. All this, all the Stuart Smalley. I call that, that dad. <laughs> that keep repeating in your head and here's the thing don't feed them when you're conscious of those thoughts when you're starting to be like this is a thought that's bringing me anxiety this is a thought that's making me feel bad about myself this is a thought anything that's sort of a darker thought just put it in your in your brain say stop i'm turning visualize turning a, a volume knob down and saying i'm turning down the committee i'm not going to follow that 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 circle that that horrible circle destructive circle of thought you just just don't do it anymore and try to think about focus on positive things like envision things working out for you what do you actually want sit around and envision like even if it just makes you feel calmer and going like uh what if i won the lottery what would that be like what imagine the house that i would build for myself imagine the place he has a house idiot he does but these are things that, Good that point, Jeff. can take your brain out of those negative things. When you imagine things that you like, if there was a moment in your life that you really, really uh, made you feel good, sit back and envision that and think about the small details of it. It's a, it's a meditation that helps pull you out of those negative thoughts and the, the negative stuff. I, I mean, the bottom line is you can focus on the negative stuff that you hate about yourself all day long and it's always a constant. It's always there. It's the devil that you know. But screw that you don't have time and who cares at the end of your life when everybody you know has like died or or moved on or whatever it's nobody it doesn't (laughs) you beating yourself up over this nobody else at 90 years old is thinking oh that fella there one leg was shorter than the other like don't beat yourself up beat up other the elderly yeah so <laughs> yeah, I like that's, that. Yeah, that's beat up the one thing. You have to make a conscious effort to reroute your brain and it will become easier into thinking about the positive aspects of things, envisioning things working out for you. And whenever there's negative thoughts in your head or stuff that brings you anxiety, turn the committee down, turn it, visualize turning it right back down to zero and be like, I'm not going to follow that thought process. It's it is because nothing about it. Your brain makes you think like if I think about this and focus on this and and go over and over and over in it, I'll come up with a solution that'll make it go away. But that's not the way it works. That is a monster you have to ignore and be like, I'm not giving you any of my energy or attention. Okay. Secondly, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) You shitting me? Holy shit! That was a nine minute pre advice. (laughs) What the fuck? You're very angry today. That shit was run on. Because look, a lot of people go through this, and and if you don't know how to get out of it, it's it's crippling and it's terrible. And and I know when I've been in terrible places in my life, I I was heartbroken like and stranded in Cambodia with no money, no job, no car, hadn't been back in the U.S. forever. I had no idea what I was going to do, and that was a real low point in my life. On top of the fact get that kidnapped. my engagement had do. broken off, like it's <laughs> you feel like it's never going to change. And it it's does. Funny to me. 
it, and once you start thinking positive things and are like, I'm going to take small steps to conquer this and to be like, here's what I can take care of today to work toward the goal of the thing that I want and the person that I want to be. You take those small steps and it, they add up quick. The universe conspires with you. And so that's just realize you're not going to feel like this forever. That's it. Just get through it. All right. Jeff. Because he's overly simplified at this point in time, but you need to get a hobby. <laughs> That's, I feel like I should have gone first on this one. Build some birdhouses. <laughs> get a hobby that's not inside your house. Uh, get out there and go do things. Because what you're, what you're doing, and by that I mean not a thing that you're already doing. Like if you want to get out of the rut, you should go out and get yourself out of the rut actively. Like join one of those like dodgeball leagues or, or like a kickball league that, you know, hipstery scum sign up to do or whatever like fucking just do that like just go get out there and do a thing like if you really want like change from the grand scheme of things start with something small and go for it and a hobby is a really good way to get out there and meet new people and mm-hmm. and as you're working on not self-deprecating and not shitting all like with, by the way pessimism is a very it's the easy way to go uh, it, it's like the easy way to go and self-deprecation i used to be really big on that uh, and then I found out people just like really get bummed out yeah, and they get burnt out on you. So just uh, as you're working on, on fixing that, just go get an outside hobby. Not necessarily outdoors, but certainly outside of your house. Definitely not outdoors. Gross. Well, it's in Indiana and it's fucking almost December. Can I add yeah. a tiny bit that won't add on to my thing, but I just think would be a good <sighs> idea if he's able just to help him. If he's All able. Right. Look, if you're able to scrape up. <laughs> <laughs> Adam just. I hope everyone could see that. It's not a real gun. Now that she did finger gun. Now that she did her epilogue to her advice, she's going to do her prologue (laughs) to her advice. It's like her post credit scene. Look, this is a real problem, and I I feel for this guy because I think everybody's been at a low point in their life where they feel like, Jesus, is this what my life is? And you just you do you feel like it's going to be that way forever, and you can get caught in that circle. So. If you have, if you're able to scrape together an extra two grand, and I know you said nothing with copious amounts of money, if you're able to, keep your eyes out for a cheap ticket to Thailand. Mail order, Brett. Oh. For like, you know, six hundred bucks is Pick a decent price for uh, for a ticket to Thailand. Even if you can only go for like a week, you can get by on a budget of like a hundred bucks there and still have your food and hotel and a little bit of entertainment for that. It's it's scant, but it's you decent. know what You'll that entertainment's going to be. But even just. <laughs> Walking around in a city in a different country that's so different from anything you've ever known, you realize how small the world that you've been ruminating on how, is. Yeah, how much you don't and matter. No, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Yeah. when you how get out of that other place, yeah. it really it puts it. What are you doing over there, Adam? I just dropped a shotgun <laughs> shell. What's your problem? <laughs> God, how did Adam die? <laughs> Long story it, short, it, he it, dropped a shotgun shell while Raquel was talking about going to Thailand. <laughs> And that's a story I'm sticking with. Not my fault. <laughs> Couldn't hang it handle it. Um, no, that will help put into perspective like the world you've been focusing on is a very, very small part of a very, very big world that has a lot of great stuff in it. If you're able to, I would do that. If you can only even go for just a week and just walking around in a different country being like, there's no one I know here. This is an entirely different world and here I am. It's it's an amazing, puts amazing, it really helps with okay, perspective. Now, now part four, if you can't make it to Thailand, <laughs> all I suggest you <laughs> Part three is just a completely different answer to a completely different question. <laughs> like the trajectory of the Halloween franchise. <laughs> oh, that was an excellent, excellent uh, parallel. Thank you. Yeah, just thank you. Uh, five more days till Halloween. Should we read our next email? I guess so. There's more? 
There are yeah. so many more. How many more do we have? Jeff, you get to take the take the reins on this one. We two. only have two left. Just two more. This one is is kind of short, but it's a it's a winner. Here we go. Winner, 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 chicken sandwich. Hello. Hello. Is it, it me you're looking for? That's it. Just hello. Like I don't even know if he's sending this, this to the bot. right place. It's a robot. Yeah. Hell, hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Listener email. I was born with one leg. That really is how this email starts. I was born with one leg and have a prosthesis on the other leg. In the past, I've always dated women who've known about my leg before starting to go out. But now I'm looking for more of a hookup one night stand situation. Yeah, you are. My question is, whoops. (laughs) That works. Jeff's fucking a nerd. (laughs) What? That's you. Yeah, I'm not nerdy. Who? What do you? What? What yeah, Freudian slip is this? It's an STD. You caught nerd. <laughs> My question is: Do I need to tell a woman that I only have one leg before taking them home to hook up? Yeah. It's just that anytime I bring it up, it's like a 20 minute conversation of the same few questions. Super boring. I kind of want to just treat it like it's no big deal and have the woman follow suit, same as if I had scars or tattoos. Is this unreasonable? I don't want to be seen as hiding it or being deceitful or ashamed. Thanks. Well, yeah, it's a lot. It's the it's a, you're born with one leg. I'm sure you've got a you know you, you know what's going on. You want to get some of that strange. Yeah, get, get that two legged strange. Get some strange. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> um, I don't think you should say it like at the bar, but you should say it before things are going to start. Like like say you're you're like. Well, yeah, go back to my place. When you're back at your place, be like, hey, real quick, not to like freak you out or anything. I'm swinging one leg. Things are going to be all right. This dick work. That's what you say. I kind of got two legs. Are you, you writing this I mean. down? Write it down. Yeah. This dick work dough, you say. <laughs> um, I don't think it shouldn't be. You shouldn't fucking surprise somebody with it because that is just that's disarming. It's it is. It's not a tattoo. Remember that scene and I'm going to get you, sucker. Yeah, or that scene in Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. I mean, I'm going to get you sucker came out first. but No, I get it. It's but fine. Also, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo is an underratedly funny movie, but it's, it's Go on. It doesn't matter. Um, don't Do you guys su- remember that scene in The Exorcist? Are we just talking oh, about where the head spins and yeah. she spits the soup? No, yeah. I don't remember that. Oh. Go on, Jeff. Do you guys remember in The Terminator when The Terminator <laughs> is watching? That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> no, um... I wouldn't say it has to be like like first thing when you're talking to somebody, be like, we're hitting it off. I have one leg. But it shouldn't be like as you're taking your pants off, she sees the one leg. There's a middle ground there. And that's like as you're getting home or as you get to the to your place, be like, I got a leg. It's one leg. It doesn't mean I'm, you know, I'm a regular person. Let's do this. Uh, do you, know, you know, it should be fine if they... If they suck, they'll have a problem with it. If they're cool, they're cool. You cool? No. Remember in that movie Be Cool when the people were being cool? I don't remember oh, that. I do remember that. Yeah. I it was the plot of the movie. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Raquel, take us home. This is our last. Who just opened the notes? Second no, last. there's another. There's another one, yeah. After this. Uh, oh, is oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Wow. Oh well, okay. Uh yeah, I would I I know you don't want to bring it up because you don't want people to focus on it because it's exhausting. It's a conversation you've had a hundred million times, but I think you're going to have to make your peace with it. Uh, bring it up lightly because that's not something, I mean, 
geez, girls don't even like when you spring that you're uncircumcised on them. Like, it's well, that's just I, gross. <laughs> It's not yeah, gross, you fucking but it's freak. just, you, you, you want to He's not a up. monster. He's just yeah. missing a leg. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I know it's uncomfortable to have that conversation. Also, have you looked into, I, I feel weird suggesting this, but this is absolutely a thing. There are fetish uh, sites. There are people who are really, really into this. So that it wouldn't be a matter of somebody like this. This could turn into. If you're looking for a one night stand. He's, she's not wrong. Yeah, right? yeah I mean, like true. the people in there really, really. That's their thing. It's so. usually men that carry that fetish, though. It's not just men. It's usually men that carry that fetish. I think men are Trust more. Trust me, I'm in the community, and we're <laughs> pretty full. You know, really. Got to clear out the pool for Adult Swim sometimes. You know what I mean? This is all an elaborate prank, just or an elaborate <laughs> ruse to have him break the news to you like so jeff <laughs> I, I know it's an uncomfortable situation but i i would have to um even just in passing because it's it's tough to have something like that sprung on you and i don't know about getting all the way back to someone's apartment and then them being like hey this is this is the this is my thing like it it could it could be a little bit uh could be a, a little bit awkward so i I don't know if there's a cute way you can think of doing it. Like if people ask all the same answers all the time, maybe print up little business cards that have that question on one side and the answer on the other. And when they start doing that, you can just hold on, pull out of your wallet and just flip the card over. Like that's an adorable, endearing way that sort of releases the tension of the situation. But it's also really cute. Like, look, I'm just sick of talking about it. I know it's, you know, it's whatever. But and then change the subject. Like you've gotten it out there. Then they can make their decision and, and flirt it up. Be real Flare it up. I know you don't want your whole identity defined by that, but I feel like it is something that you should uh, give a person a heads up on, especially if you're doing the one night stand thing. You should buy a second nightstand. <laughs> but he doesn't want to see them again. This is just. I would get a Pistorius blade because that's going to put any potential date right at ease. I would shoot you through the gun. door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that guy's out of prison now. Should we? Uh, all right. So that's. Does anyone have anything to add to that before we? I gave my advice. I stand by. Oh it. wow, well, it's tough stuff. But I totally get where the guy's coming from. Like you're you sick your of chance. talking about it. Okay, sorry. I have to talk about my strong jawline a lot to people. Oh yeah, I have my to, shoulders. Yeah, I have to talk about how well my career is going. And yeah, things it's and so awkward. It's, yeah, when I'm like, oh, I hate how I I have so many dental problems and keep a million dollar smile. Yeah, like, what is yeah. that? Like, I, yeah, like I run a podcast network and they're like, oh, my God, is it going well? I'm like, fuck, yeah, yeah. It is. Does everyone have to ask? Our listeners are the best. Yes. I mean, it's you going already, really well. I already know the answer to that. Now quit grilling me, bitch. Quit the grilling. Let's get to the drilling. <laughs> and that's how Angie and Adam met. <laughs> that is not true. Should we get to our last the, email? We met on a fetish site. <laughs> <laughs> I only have one leg. Let's get to our last email. This is the last one, right? Yeah. I am the last one. Hi, Dragonheart. Kel, Top Jeff, Yay. and Hi. Adam. Boo. What? Feature. Why? <laughs> the holiday season is getting close. Woohoo! Full Christmas. Yay! Yay, Christmas! And with that, my least favorite event Dinner at my father's house. It's actually written dinner at me father's house. Maybe she's a pirate. Maybe, right? a, maybe a father. Dinner at me father's house. <laughs> maybe a father's Ebenezer Scroogey's. 
My dad is abusive, racist, and hateful. Nice. And every New Year's Eve ends with me crying alone with my cat. Oh, great. Then you're not alone. I mean, the cat part. I mean, you're not not alone. You got a cat. But not the crying part. The reason so far as to why I subject myself to this is that my dad is crazy rich. If I ever get a boyfriend, he will just give me money to buy a place to live and no, I'm not a person if I don't have a boyfriend. Wow. It's one night a year, but it leaves me with depression and anxiety for weeks and weeks after. Should I continue to go through with it because money is awesome? Or should I try to dig up some self-respect and never go there again? As always, I love the network, love you guys as hosts, and hope you have a wonderful day. We will now. We sure will. Who's first? Is it me? Raquel. I think it is you. Oh, it is. Yeah, because I went last. Uh, um, cut it off. Don't go there. No, the money Girlfriend. is not. It's no. It's it's not. <laughs> it's not worth this. I had a somewhat similar situation. I had a, a friend where I was like, well, I can't afford to cut ties because, you know, sometimes they help me out and I have to have that support system. And what about money? And she looked at me and said, "You do the right thing for you, and the money will come. The money always shows up." just that's just you don't you don't need that in your life it's bringing you so much discord and anxiety and everything you do not need that and the money will come i don't know if you what your situation is if you've discussed this with your dad in the past like hey this makes me uncomfortable or whatever but he sounds like a real piece of garbage and secondly you cannot count on the fact that that money is going to hang out long enough for you to inherit and you're going to feel terrible if you've just turned tied yourself into knots for years and years and years and the money's been pissed away anyway. I would say you do the right thing for you. Things have a way of working out. I, I never encourage somebody to stay in a situation where they're miserable or suffering or sitting around with somebody who's making them feel like garbage. You have a cat. You're a good person, I'm assuming. Um, I I don't know if you've discussed it with him in the People past. People cats have never been bad. <laughs> I did a tweet about that because villains always have cats. And I'm always like, ah, they can't be all bad. Um, they do. Uh, I I don't know if you've talked to him about this in the past or whether I would, I don't know your relationship well enough to even advise you and be like whether you should do a, hey, the way you treat me makes me very uncomfortable. But if he's saying you're not a person, if you don't have a boyfriend, I would just let this Agreed. fade oh. away and, and, and say to him when he calls like, you know what? This, I'm going through a little bit of anxiety and whatnot with being around you and some of the ways that you talk to me. I'm just, I need, I'm going to take a little break from this relationship with you just to sort out my head. And I would appreciate if you would respect that and not contact me. And then you just sort of let it taper off. I, money's not worth it. That anxiety being tied up into knots. No, that's, that's, it's going to, it'll work itself out. If you think he's going to disinherit you over that, there's a good chance he could disinherit you anyway after treating you that way. Anyhow, don't, don't live looking for somebody else's money. Just go out. You'll have a wonderful holiday. You'll feel that weight lifted off your shoulders of like, I took control of this situation and I, he doesn't have those strings that are just, that I'm tied to. Jeff? Uh, it is mad worth it. You kidding me? One night a year? <laughs> One night? One night? You can put that shit, you can pretend that shit's a play you're watching. For one night a year, like, look, man, I'm not a man of integrity. I like to think I am, but when it comes down to it, <laughs> if this was if this was my dad and it was a one night a year thing and the, the payoff to that is huge, like, what you really got to deal with is how you view the next couple of weeks. 
like how you deal with the fallout. What you got to do is you got to numb yourself up to it and then just be like, oh, my dad's a fuck face and then not deal with that afterwards. Like if you know how it's going to go and you prepare yourself for it and you develop that callus, just fucking make that money. You are such a liar. You know you still absorb that, especially from a parent who's, who's treating you like garbage and, and treating you disrespectfully. Okay, you're giving advice that you can't follow. Slick that shit up. Are you kidding me? I sure would follow that. My grandfather, at my grandfather's eulogy, my grandma, my aunt was like, well, he was very happy with the election. And I leaned over to my brother and I was like, man, fuck grandpa. That doesn't mean I'm going to return that check. I ain't no, returning the check. No, but when we were around your grandpa, he was very nice to you and he lit up to see you. He had a lot of flaws, but that man loved you and he didn't say anything disparaging about you. He did not ever try to make you feel like garbage. I'd stick around just one night a year, just one night a year. Man, that's like I used to have to go to church one night a year and I hated it, but I still went because the fallout from that would have been way worse. Just fucking, I mean, I, I hate to say <laughs> Do it. Do you still believe in God or something? Like, what, no, what is that? No, the fallout was just dealing with my mom. Oh. Being all mad. But also, you're, I don't go, you're think going that to that hell. That situation is the same as this it. situation, though. It's, this is your church. It's just the opposite where things it's are not a really mild shitty for a day. He, this is a parent treating you like garbage and saying you're not a person if you don't have a boyfriend. Well, she might. that might have been paraphrased. Yeah. But it's also kind of weirdo says you're not a person if you don't have a boyfriend. That's well, a she's weird saying thing. like he, if she gets a boyfriend, he'll buy her a place to live in a house. And, yeah. and she's saying because she, she doesn't. One night a year is one hell of an investment for that. I disagree. I don't think that money's but, worth that much. I know, but you, we, you gave yeah, me you're supposed to. I totally you're supposed know to disagree. That you disagree. Everyone, I'm just saying, I completely lack integrity in this point in time, and I, uh, I, I believe that the financial uh, benefits to that far outweigh the mild amount of emotional and physical stress that might come from it. Cut toxic people out of your life. Somebody makes you feel bad about yourself, especially a parent. That's oh, it. Raquel, I get it, Raquel. Raquel says, "Kill your dad." No, Which what? It's oh. weird. Like the, I read it. I oh. read it between the lines. I said, your dad. Oh. My dad doesn't have any money. <laughs> God, I, well, I did not. Your, you, you I think it it's super a blanket thing where she's telling everyone dad. who listens no. that they one should kill should, their dad. One should no. kill their dad. Like I it. would have a real problem with that because my dad was a great guy, but he died at, when I was 17 like a fucking idiot. These so. are people Adam who died. died. <laughs> Jim Carroll, ladies Such and a good song. Fucking love that song. Your your dad ratted out some bikers. <laughs> sure was dangerous, but sure beats Rikers, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So that's our last question. If that you is. have been listening to the I like that when we put the poll up last week, as soon as I put the podcast up, I would go back and look at the voting and I could see Oh, they were that, going back and forth, right? Well, I could see it, it went back and forth and I could see that people were like listening to the podcast right when it went up and like actually oh, listening like and then so voting cool. because after like 20 minutes there had been votes on two of them but not the last and i was like oh you're doing exactly what we want you to do these are people That's who awesome. vote vote <laughs> <laughs> so yeah go to unpops.com right damn now and you will see a post at the top of the page uh where you can vote and decide who gave the best advice and then will raquel's on a one game winning streak I mean, I don't why, know. Why are you looking at me like that? Oh, because Jeff's going to murder week. you. No, I'm asking. Jeff is giving me murder eyes. Yeah, he's going to murder you. It's because I'm going to murderize you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said murderize and he said murderize. It's oh. a good one. Murderize. <laughs> murderize. Something, something, something. And I murderize. Was that nope. a car 
Hits Kid or something like that? Was it I don't, Paralyzed? No one knows what you're talking about song? right I've now. I've never heard that song yeah. before. Yeah. Boy Kills Car. Okay, sure. So that's our that's our episode. What and if we... you have some if you have some problems yes. and would like to send them in to us, What's advice the phone number? at unpops.com is the place you would email advice at unpops.com. Please keep it <laughs> pretty brief. Calm. Brief. Less than two paragraphs if you can. Short Smoke weed every day. And uh, you or you can call and leave us a voicemail. Get some strange. Please two try to keep strange. it under a, a minute. That's 505-386-7677. Seven <gasps> seven. I got it through. Did you hear that? Seven ah. seven. Seven six seven seven. Five oh five three eight. Seven six seven seven. Seven six seven seven. Seven six seven five oh five three eight three three. No, that's not don't don't no five oh five three eight six seven six seven seven. Oh seven four. I did it again. Baby, what's happened? I think Adam's broken. Five eight eight three two hundred Empire. That's from the savings. Today. Uh what do we got to plug the uh show if if you're listening to it right now you can come to me or jeff's show tonight come tonight Ooh. come tonight to the mints on card or the darkest hour or come to both come to both of them come to both you lazy come to sons both of, of bitches the mintings on cards and then the darkest things hours so mint on card is at seven o'clock at blast from the past in burbank on magnolia there's a food truck outside bring your own food bring oh booze bring your dog bring your kids it's a oh, clean show let me tell it's you free. something we have the slanging korea food truck uh, and they posted a picture of this burger that they have that is the most beautiful burger that I have ever seen in my life. It is such a delicious looking burger that it hurt my feelings. Wow. It's so good. You take issue with some strange Free causes. food from the food truck. It is not free. It's not, it's not free. Free food. No, free not free. free. You have to food buy the food. Free no, toys. No, you got to buy those if you want to, if you want to buy them. Uh, but, but you do pay The show is free, though. Yo, Come in for free. Look at that burger. Wow, that does look good. Jesus, how this, would you even yeah, eat that? Look at this fucking elaborate for me. Look at it. I like a plain I burger. Look at it. I like a hamburger and a I like tiara. A plain burger. Oh, I don't even know what's on it, and I need it. So yeah, come to come to all that. Raquel, do you have anything to plug? Uh, CareRescueLA at gmail.com. You can PayPal them money. They are the animal rescue that we work with that have personally gotten all the people in this room animals, actually rescued uh, Winter and rescued our two cats, and they really help us out with R2 other... R2-D2 cats. <laughs> Uh, they're a wonderful rescue group that's that's very grassroots. All that money goes straight to helping pets. It's all like volunteers and stuff. They're they're a charity. So if you can go to PayPal CareRescueLA at gmail.com or just Google CareRescueLA and go to donate, put it under friends and family so they don't get dinged with the uh, extra money that PayPal takes out the fee. And please put unpops in the memo. Very important that you put unpops in the memo so they know that it is coming from this podcast because we hit them up to help rescue animals a lot. And they've always been so generous and amazing. And just they're an incredible organization. CareRescueLA at gmail.com. You can PayPal them money. That's it. I need to brush this good puppy after we finish this. She's hairy. All right. Let's get out of here. Raquel, say goodbye. Goodbye. Jeff, say goodbye. You get the slang and Korea burger rookie card, everyone. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. We love you. We do love you. <laughs>